Hey there, welcome to Bandit's Keep. I'm Daniel. It is day four of OSR October and taking a lead from Rob over at Down in the Heap. I'm going to make the Tuesday podcast nice and short and just give a little mechanic. Unlike Rob, who found an awesome mechanic from an awesome creator, I'm just going to give you something from myself. <laughs> well, is it kind of from myself? I don't know. So in OSR games, in AD&D specifically, and such, you can make multiple attacks if you are a fighter against low hit die creatures. That is that if you are a five fifth level fighter and you are fighting five kobolds, which are half a hit die, you can make five attacks. If you're fighting a hobgoblin that's one plus one hit die, eh, you're out of luck. <laughs> that's the way it works in there. In Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerer's Hyperborear, they have a similar rule, but once the fighter levels up a bit, they're able to actually do this to, I think, up to three hit die creatures. But honestly, I like my fighters to be more epic. So this is how I handle this. I have two rules for fighters if I'm not going to use my chainmail combat system. Number one, this is the simplest one. Forget about multiple attacks. Fighters use the monster attack table. In all the basic versions of the game, in OD&D, I'm not 100% sure about AD&D, but I'm pretty sure... Basically, in almost every uh, setup, the monster table is better. That is, a three-hit die monster has a much better chance to hit than a third-level fighter or a fourth-level fighter You know, versus a fourth-level, fourth-hit die monster. So by doing this, your fighters and gesture fighters become more like killing machines. So it's a super simple twitch. You can, if you do your Thacko numbers, you can just look at those Thacko numbers or whatever. But basically, you use the monster table instead of the PC table. It, they go faster and better and stronger, kind of like the Bionic Man. Although it wasn't the Bionic Man, right? It was the $6 million man. It was the Bionic Woman. Anyways, the other thing I've been experimenting with, and I, I use these things in combination, is I allow the fighter to do... One attack, as just noted, on the monster attack table, or make a number of attacks equal to their level as a first-level fighter, basically, or a zero-level, whatever the lowest level of the, the thing is. Okay, so what does this do? This means that if I'm a six-level fighter and I am fighting, I can roll 6d20 uh, with basically the worst possible chance of hitting, you know, as far as the tables go. Or I can roll one d20 with a really good chance. And you might be saying to yourself, well, don't they always just roll 6d20? Yeah, most of the time they do. <laughs> but if you really need to hit this thing, like let's say you have a magic sword, or this has happened, by the way, where a single hit from that sword will defeat the creature and you just need to hit it, <laughs> you'll take the higher die, right? Or if there might be some other reason why you do that, you just really need to hit. Like you only have two hit points left. You win initiative. If you don't kill this creature, it's going to beat you. It's also very low. You you gamble, right? It's a gamble. But if you roll the multiple dice, then obviously you have more rolls out there, which means you probably have a better chance of hitting. And obviously you can hit multiple times. I do allow them to spread that over, you know, anything that's reasonable uh, to, to spread over. Because, you know, in... in OSR type games, in my mind, you are not standing there like with miniatures standing in front of your opponent. You're basically, you can move. You can move half, basically up to half your combat movement, in my mind, 
uh, as long as you don't move away from your opponents. So that, that being that if you're fighting like five or six orcs, they're not all right around you, right? You're moving, you're dodging in between. That's how I see combat. So I never worry too much about that. But maybe that's a whole other podcast. For now, make fighters better. Make them fight on the monster hit die chart and or give them the option to make multiple attacks as a lower level fighter. This is the important part. If you let them attack as a six level fighter six times, woo, that'll be powerful. That's more like my chainmail hack, which I know was supposed to be out by OSR October. I haven't finished it yet. All the mechanics are down. It just needs to be edited. So hopefully we'll see that soon. In any case, this was a longer video than I thought it was. Video. I keep saying video. I'm not going to re-record this, so you will just have to accept that I said video there. And uh, give me a call. I will put the uh, I'll put some links in the the show notes there to other people that I know are taking part in OSR October. If you are as well and you want to be added to that list, please, please call in or send me a message over on Discord. I'll put a link to my Discord over there if you guys want to join. I also have a Patreon now if you would like to throw cash at me. I take gold pieces. I take platinum. I take gems and jewelry usually because I'm a pretty high-level character. I'm not really. I'm like a zero-level NPC, but don't tell anybody that. Sometimes the zero-level NPC is the one who's truly in charge. But until next time, I still don't have a good uh, send-off. So send me in a good send-off. Send me your calls. You can call through Anchor. You can send me a voice message. You know all the ways to do it. Uh, If you don't know, I'm apologizing right now that I'm not telling you all the ways, but you'll figure it out. This is your mission. I'm an OSR DM. I don't give you a solution. I just give you a problem. So give me a call.